Let us pray. Don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans chapter 12, verse 21. Father, I am grateful that when I was once your enemy, you sought me out with loving kindness and made me your friend. In a world that's broken and full of darkness, you shine as my light and my life. Counsel me when I am frustrated with the brokenness of this fallen world. Remind me of the new forgiving heart you have given me when I feel embittered against those who have hurt me deeply. Empower me by your Spirit to overcome evil with your goodness. I trust your strong presence in me, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Now discover the profound intricacies of Scripture through Pray.com's podcast, The Heartbeat of Faith, with Dr. Andrew Farley. Stay tuned after this quick word from our sponsors. Does your money stretch as far as it used to? Most likely no. Here's why. It took 200 years for the U.S. to print its first $5 trillion. Today, Washington has done that in just three years. The problem? Every new dollar makes each of your dollars worth less. Our sponsor, Birch Gold Group, has helped tens of thousands of Americans protect their IRAs or 401ks from the dollar's loss in value with physical gold and silver. Now you can too. Get a free info kit on gold right now by texting the word HEARTBEAT to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you're in good hands with Birch Gold. So get your no-cost, no-obligation info kit now by texting HEARTBEAT to the number 989898. Stories in the Bible about brothers at odds with each other point us toward an important truth. If we allow our minds to be filled with bitterness, jealousy, or resentment, it can cause a ripple effect of suffering that can stretch beyond our own choices. Then, at that moment, all the hatred, jealousy, and contempt of Cain unleashed onto his brother. Blow after blow, Cain unleashed his wrath and spited God by murdering his brother. His hands stained red, dripping with the blood of his brother. Hello, I'm Dr. Andrew Farley with today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. This year, we've immersed ourselves in the story of Scripture. Along the way, we've caught glimpses of repeated patterns and images. It's like the same story is being told in different ways. Today, we'll begin a new mini-series through different motifs in Scripture. A motif is a recurrent theme or concept in the Bible. It's often used to help illustrate a grander theme. Today's motif is brothers at war. Throughout the Old Testament, we see examples of brothers at odds with one another. In fact, we see the first example as early as Genesis 4. Both children grew up in the New World, and it was time for Cain and Abel to bring sacrifices to God. 
Cain brought some of the fruits of his labor, grains, vegetables, and other vegetation. Abel brought the firstborn of his flock, a lamb. Abel brought the best of what he had. Not only this, but Abel had to raise this little sheep and kill it before God. This means that it was not just a sacrifice of materials, but a sacrifice of the heart. Because of this, God accepted Abel's offering. God also rejected Cain's offering, knowing that it did not come from any real love at all. Jealousy gripped Cain's heart. Contempt towards God boiled up inside him. This is mankind's first rumblings of true hatred. Cain's face gave away his true feelings. God noticed this and asked, Why are you so angry? knowing full well what the issue was. If you do well, will you not be accepted? God asked. If you don't do well, you give more room for hatred and sin to rule in your heart. Do not let hate rule over you. You can overcome it. But Cain didn't listen. His anger had already won him over. There would be no stopping the sin he was about to commit. Cain lured his brother into the fields. Then, at that moment, all the hatred, jealousy, and contempt of Cain unleashed onto his brother. Blow after blow, Cain unleashed his wrath and spited God by murdering his brother. His hands stained red, dripping with the blood of his brother. The story of Cain and Abel is one of the most foundational stories in the entire Bible. It sets the stage for what kind of world we live in after the fall. It also illustrates the struggle between families, tribes, and nations. Cain was angry at God because his brother was more blessed than he was. So, Cain lashed out at God by killing Abel. This cruelty repeated itself with Jacob and Esau. Jacob had the blessing Esau thought he deserved. Esau sought to kill Jacob, who represented everything Esau thought he was owed. Frantically, and with tears filling his eyes, Esau begged his father, Bless me also, my father. Have you not reserved any blessing for me? Please do not leave me here alone. Isaac was enraged at Jacob, yet could not recant his blessing over him. I have made him lord over you, Isaac said. I have blessed him as an inheritor of all God has given me, and you will serve under him. Esau wept bitterly. His face fell into his hands as he managed to ask, Is there any blessing you can give me, anything at all? Isaac spoke again in ancient poetry, welling up with sadness for his son. He spoke, saying, Behold, away from the richness of the earth you shall dwell, and away from the dew of heaven on high. You shall live by your sword, and you shall serve your brother. But when you grow restless, you shall break his yoke from your neck. A dark part of Esau's heart was awakened that day. Thousands of generations had passed since Cain had killed his brother Abel, yet that same hatred lingered, seeking whom it may take hold of. When Isaac had breathed his last, 
and went to be with his father Abraham, Esau sighed a deep breath and said, The days of mourning my father are approaching. After I mourn, I will kill my brother Jacob. In the Old Testament, we see sins of jealousy and hatred were sometimes repeated later in the family line. For example, Jacob's sons sought to harm Joseph because he had the blessing and favor of their father. Joseph finally arrived and greeted his brothers. He was met with piercing glares. They had looked at him with disdain before, but this time it was different. Their eyes portrayed an ancient evil that had lurked in the hearts of men since the beginning. All eleven brothers looked at him with the eyes of Cain. Before Joseph could process what was happening, he found himself trapped under the arms of his older brothers. Strong and calloused from tilling the fields and harvesting grain year after year, their hands clutched his colorful robe and tore it off his body. A fury of chuckles and blows blurred Joseph's vision. He was caught in a mob of anger and hate. Covering his head and face from the fists of his brothers, Joseph could barely look up until he found himself in the air, descending into a deep pit below. Joseph and his brothers are an interesting case because Joseph eventually became his brother's redeemer. He saved them from famine and restored them. He was an image of Christ who was also betrayed by his own people. Jesus endured intense suffering, even death, but rose from the dead to redeem the very people who condemned him to die. Legs trembling, blood dripping, and lungs gasping for air, Jesus made his way to the place of the skull where he would be crucified. Soldiers grabbed him and laid him down onto the cross. One by one they hammered nails into his wrists and feet, and raised the cross up high for everyone to behold his suffering. Crucifixion was designed to be a slow and painful death. For hours, men would gasp for air by pulling up on their feet and wrists that had nails driven through them. Slowly, Jesus began to breathe and look upon the crowd. And the people stood by watching. But the rulers scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is truly Christ. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Jesus prayed, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. Stories in the Bible about brothers at odds with each other point us toward an important truth. If we allow our minds to be filled with bitterness, jealousy, or resentment, It can cause a ripple effect of suffering that can stretch beyond our own choices. But we believers don't have to let sin wreak such havoc. While we might be tempted with a sinful thought of envy or hatred toward someone, we can know it's not coming from our heart. Remember that at salvation, God gave you a new heart and a whole new set of desires. He took out your heart of stone and made you obedient from the heart. So, 
Where do those thoughts of envy or hatred come from? The power of sin itself, not you. Sure, you have unrenewed fleshly attitudes, but even those are not your identity. Think about it. If you were sinful at the core, you'd have the world's greatest excuse to just sin. But that's not the case. You're now a new creation, born of the Spirit, with a new heart and a new set of desires. And here's the plain truth. You don't really want to sin anymore. That's right. You still receive the sinful thoughts, but you can know that they come from the flesh and the power of sin, not you. Remember, you're a slave of righteousness. That means you're allergic to sin and addicted to Jesus. You've been recreated in Christ for good works, for fruit-bearing, and nothing else will satisfy. Joseph and Jesus rose above revenge, and they didn't return evil for evil. Instead, they returned evil with good. That's our calling, too, as children of God in spiritual union with Jesus. When bitterness, revenge, and hatred knock on your door as they did with Cain, you can react very differently. You can recognize, I'm not like Cain. Thanks to the cross and resurrection, and thanks to God's grace, I have a new identity, a new set of spiritual desires, and a whole new destiny. Stories repeat themselves over and over again in Scripture. They all harmonize together like a magnificent symphony. They're anthems meant to help us understand our new life in Christ even better. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode or learned something new about the Bible, share it with a friend or family member. Download the Pray.com app. And for more encouragement in God's grace, visit andrewfarley.org. That's andrewfarley.org.